welcome to this week's episode of Fan Fatales. I'm Emma. And I'm Gabby. And this week we're going to be discussing musicals that have been adapted into movies and reviewing them. That's right. Now the movie musicals that we decided to discuss are Sweeney Todd, Into the Woods, The Prom, Chicago, Gypsy, Les Miserables, and The Last Five Years. Yeah. And we're going to be talking all about our opinions, as well as, like, giving a brief synopsis of these films. So be warned, there will be spoilers ahead. Shall we get started? Of course. So the first one we're going to be talking about is Sweeney Todd, which came out in 2007. It was directed by Tim Burton, with the cast including Johnny Depp as Benjamin Barker slash Sweeney Todd, Helena Bonham Carter as Nellie Clovett, Alan Rickman as Judge Turpin, Timothy Spall as Beetle Bamford, Jane Wisner? I think so. Wisner? Wisner? Jane Wisner, sure. I'm going to guess because it's a woman, as Joanna Baker, Sacha Baron Cohen as Adolfo Pirali, Laura Michelle Kelly as Lucy Barker slash Beggar Woman, Jamie Campbell Bauer as Anthony Hope, and Ed Sanders as Tobias Rack. Yeah, so lots of, it's a big star-studded cast. Yes. Also, I had no idea that Mrs. Lovett had a first name. I didn't either. I don't know where that <laughs> comes from. That I had no I idea. I got this list from, like, IMDb. Thank you, IMDb. I had no idea she had a first Same. name. But yeah, I love this movie. Yes. I watch it. Every single time we get close to Halloween, any time I'm in the mood for spooky like, Halloween movie. movie musicals, yeah, this is like the one I watch whenever I'm in the mood for a little spooky movie. Whenever I'm in the mood for a little Sondheim moment. Also, we have two different Sondheim shows. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. So three, actually, technically three because Gypsy's technically Gypsy's a Sondheim, Sondheim <laughs> too. <laughs> That's okay. You're going to see, like, a very consistent group per, um, with the casting, I noticed, as well, when yeah. we were um, looking at it. I was like, oh, hey, I know yeah. you. Yeah, it's everybody knows everybody. Yeah. So the so, synopsis yeah. of Sweeney Todd. Gabby, do you want to um, tell it real quick? Yes. <laughs> so the film retells the Victorian melodrama. Uh, sorry, the Victorian melodramatic tale of Sweeney Todd, an English barber and serial killer who murders his customers with a straight razor and, with the help of his accomplice, Mrs. Lovett, processes their corpses into meat pies. Yep. Which sounds utterly disgusting when you talk about it. But it's (laughs) such a good show. It's so good. It's so good. So, Gabby and I decided that we would do a little fun fact for each one of these movie musicals, and the first one is that five Harry Potter franchise actors appear in this film, being Helena Bonham Carter, who plays Mrs. Levin in this film, and Bellatrix Lestrange in the Harry Potter franchise, Alan Rickman, who plays Judge Turpin and Severus Snape, Timothy Spall, who plays Beetle Bamford and Peter Pettigrew, Jamie Campbell Bower, um, who plays Anthony Hope, and a young Gellert Grindelwald in Deathly Hallows part, what, two for like five seconds? I didn't even know that. He's like on a picture frame that like Harry picks up in Godric's Hollow before Snake Attack. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> yeah, but that's um, Anthony Hope and then Johnny Depp, who plays Sweeney Todd, and Gellert Grindelwald in 
the Crimes of Grindelwald and Fantastic Beasts series. Ooh, justice for Johnny. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Same. Um, also, did not know that Hope was Anthony's last name because in the musical, all the they only refer to him as Anthony. Yeah. They're like, oh, Anthony, blah blah blah. I think it's because he's like, the only one that, like, of the three children, quote unquote. He's the only innocent one by the end of the show. Pretty much. I mean, because Joanna seen some ish. Joanna murders the, like, guy. The guy? In the, um, insane asylum. No, he does. In the stage show, she does. Oh, no, in in the movie... He does, but in the Anthony stage show... kills her. But yeah. what I'm saying is in the stage show, she does. Okay. Interesting. And then, of course, spoiler alert, Tobias kills Sweeney at the end of it. So he's yeah. the only innocent one. Yeah. Quote, unquote. <laughs> well, again, that's in the stage show. Yeah, that's in the stage show. In the movie, he commits suicide once he realizes that he killed Lucy. Yeah. And after he throws Mrs. Lovett in the oven. <laughs> yeah. Which I think... The the way that they the way that they animated that is very creepy. It looks like when claymation melts. That's what it looks yeah. like to me when she's melting. Yeah, same. So also, do- that is not how that works. But <laughs> <laughs> so, do we want to get into some opinions? Yeah. <laughs> so, do we want to just say who our favorite character is? Because we both yeah, said the same it's the thing. Same. Yeah, it's Mrs. Is, Lovett. Mrs. Lovett. Who is both of our dream roles as well. Like, yeah, we love her. She's a fantastic character. Yeah. She's great. Um, so the next one is, uh, what's your favorite song from this show or movie? So we have one that's the same and that's Little yeah. Priest. Yeah, because it's so good. It is. And then my other one is Not While I'm Around. I love a good Sondheim ballad. I love okay. Not while I'm around pulls on my heartstrings and it does make me a little a little teary eyed every now and then. But I gotta go with Epiphany. I I agree. I, I love I that love, one too, but not while I'm around is mine. Yeah. I mean it's good. I love in Epiphany, I've already said this before in a different episode, but I love when he does the um the part where he's talking to all the people and he's doing the you sir, two sir, no one's in the chair. Come on, come on. I ah, ah, ah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Also, I tried really hard to have a shirt that went with this episode. I'm I so mad. I just realized that I definitely have an Into the Wood shirt. Dang it. Oh, well. I do not. But I'm wearing a Shining t-shirt, which is the yeah. closest I could get. Because <laughs> I like being on theme. If you've noticed, every single episode so far that we've recorded, I've worn a shirt that matches. This is the first one that I have not. And, and I have not at all. I'm wearing like all Disney right now. I love it. It's fine. Um, okay. So next one is what? What is your favorite moment? Like scene or song or like? Well, I guess not songs. We already talked about song. But like favorite like cinematic thing or like whatever. So mine is is when uh mrs lovett is telling sweeney um like the story of benjamin barker like when she first Mm -hmm. meets him and we get the flashback and it's all the pastels and the brighter um colors compared to 
the bleak London scene that we see like in present time. That one's good. I do like that. I do love the pastels. Because it kind of shows really like bright. the light side of Sweeney's life. Mm-hmm. I really like at the very, very, very end. I know I mentioned I don't really like when he throws her in the oven, but I really <laughs> like when he throws her in the oven. <laughs> I know I mentioned that it's not really accurate, but I don't know why I think that. I don't know why that just like tickles my funny bone <laughs> when he throws her in the oven. I think it is so funny. Um... I also really like the moment when he realizes that Lucy is the beggar woman and it's really Same. sweet and he's like mm. that like always makes me cry a little bit. But then but then he just goes and throws Mrs. Levin in the oven and I start laughing my butt off. So <laughs> Gosh, I have a morbid sense of humor. <laughs> What's your least favorite moment? I don't like by the sea. I, I also think don't that like song by the sea. I also don't like Greenfitch and Lenny Bird. I like Greenfinch and Lynette Bird solely for the purpose of a vocal exercise. Yeah. For the purpose of, let's see how high I can sing and how well I can make my tone sound. That's yeah. a good one. But other than that, it doesn't really serve much in the story. Yeah. I mean, I mean it, so it shows, like, Joanna's feeling of being trapped and all that stuff, but, like... Yeah, and I saw a really cool production of Sweeney where um, in her, like, elaborate wig that they did for her, they had mm-hmm. a birdcage in the corner. Oh, that's for cool. For symbolism reasons with that song. That's really cool. And it matched the, like, same, like, teal color that they had for the actual birdcage she was singing to. Oh, that's really cool. Or, yeah. Okay, I like that. That's cool. That's, like, the only time I've liked that song is when I saw that yeah. stage show. That's really cool. But yeah, By the Sea is definitely my least favorite. I think I also it's had a very really annoying. scary moment during that same production. Oh. Because it was like, it wasn't a black box, but like the lowest level of the audience was the same level as the stage. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the show, when Tobias murders Sweeney, he looked up at oh, the audience yes. and like ran to the front row center, which was where I was sitting. Yes, you've told me about this a number of times. <laughs> Same production. That was yep. terrifying. Yeah, they also I served bet. meat pies during intermission, which was kind of interesting. Interesting. <laughs> I went I went to a show once. I was I was observing from the they were really nice. They let me observe from the um like from the booth. Yeah. Because I was getting into stage management and stuff. And I got to sit there and read the script along with them and like listen to all the cues. They let me sit on headset. It was really fun. Huh. Um so what would you rate this musical? Oh, I was, I was gonna say, but at the end of the show, they served cake because the show was called Cake, and it was about um, a wedding cake for two lesbian ladies. Yay! At the La Jolla Playhouse, which is like where a lot of Broadway shows have been developed. So hopefully yeah. we'll see it on Broadway one day. That'd be great. Yeah, it's a really good show. It was cute. It's not a musical, but it's cute. So anyway, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> What would you give this musical movie overall out of 10? 10 being the best, one being the worst. Yes. I give it a 9 out of 10. Same. Mm, 9.5 out of 10. I think I'm going to go with a 9 still. I'm going to give it 9.5 out of 10. Which is like the minor things that they changed from the stage show that makes Mm -hmm. Joanna more. Less of a damsel in distress and a little bit more assertive. Yeah. I think that's why I can't give it anything higher than a nine. I agree. I mean, 
that's why i mean i only give it that extra 0.5 because i just love it so freaking much yeah i'm like too obsessed with it so you know yeah take with that what you will the next one is gonna be into the woods yes emma do you want to give us the synopsis sure So, the film centers on a childless couple who sets out to end a curse placed on them by a vengeful witch by retrieving a cow as white as milk, a cape as red as blood, hair as yellow as corn, and a slipper as pure as gold. Gold. (laughs) (laughs) Ultimately, the characters are forced to experience the unintended consequences of their actions. Ooh, spooky. But yeah, the movie came out in 2014. It was directed by Rob Marshall, and the cast had Meryl Streep as the witch, my queen, Emily Blunt as the baker's wife, James Corden as the baker, Anna Kendrick as Cinderella, Chris Pine as Cinderella's prince, Tracy Ullman as Jack's mother, Johnny Depp as the big bad wolf, Lilla Crawford as Little Red Riding Hood, Daniel Huddlestone as Jack, Mackenzie Mozzie as Rapunzel, and I have no idea how to say his last name. Billy Magnuson? Yeah, Billy Magnuson, I'm going to guess. Woot woot, I try. If it's wrong, I'm sorry. As uh, Rapunzel's Prince. Yes, and the fun fact I found for this movie, I actually read in the Stephen Sondheim, like, finishing the hat book that he made, which was in 1993. The film was originally going to be produced by Jim Henson Productions. Like, the Muppets are going to produce the original Into the Woods movie. (laughs) That's a little odd. Okay. And this cast included, like, in the, like, staged readings that they had been doing mm-hmm. before, like, they kind of scrapped the movie, included Robin mm-hmm. Williams as the baker, Cher as the witch, and Danny Love DeVito it. as the voice of the giant. Love it! Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> 100 percent yes. And then I'm pre- I forget- why did I- why did I start this? But the person who is playing Jack is the guy who hosts the Tonys a lot. Neil Patrick Harris? Yes, he was going to play Jack. I love it! Because he was, like, still, like, younger and kind of, like, unknown at the time. I think that's amazing. I kind of wish we saw this cast. I, I do, too. I think that would have been very fun to watch. And I think and that then they I, were talking about doing, like, puppets more so for the creatures, like, how they okay. did on the stage show, which is when, how the Muppets studios would have been... Got it. But so it would like have been for, Muppet Muppets. But it would have been okay. puppets. Okay, so like for Milky White and like the birds yeah. and like That's it. That's the only animals I can think of. Besides the wolf. <laughs> Besides the wolf. But like the wolf is a person. Yeah. It's an anthropomorphic. I don't know wolf. if they were planning on doing it. I should have looked this up, but I do know that when they'd made the revival they added mm-hmm. a two wolf version of Hello Little Girl. Oh. And like halfway through the song, the three little pigs wolf comes in. So you see the three little pigs like run by for like five seconds. Interesting. That's odd. I, I stage managed a production that did that two wolf duet. It was interesting. That is Rapunzel's interesting. Rapunzel's Prince played Little Red's Wolf, so he got like an actual song. <laughs> got it i mean that makes sense i feel like most people do that for their productions at least yeah when it comes to stage productions or they'll but have then cinderella's the prince wolf. played the, the three little pigs wolf oh, okay 
Yeah, I've seen it done that way, and then I've also seen it whereas Rapunzel's or the wolf will also be the mysterious man. I've only seen mysterious man as the narrator. Oh no, I've seen mysterious man as the narrator, and then also as the wolf, which was interesting. I don't yeah. know. I much prefer. I've also and then seen in the revival. They also have a duet between Rapunzel and the witch that I love. It's absolutely gorgeous. Okay, it's I called heard Our that Little one. World. Oh, I haven't heard. And that. it's the first time you see Rapunzel in the stage show. Hmm. It's when she's doing the ah, oh, yeah, uh-huh. that part. And it's talking about our little world, like is big enough for me. And it's like very like Mother Gothel and Rapunzel esque. Not gonna lie. Ah. Okay, but it's like. Brushing my hair, combing my hair, brushing and brushing and brushing my hair. It's good, okay. like part of it. It's a okay. gorgeous song. Go listen to it. <laughs> You'll have to send it to me. Yes. So, who is your favorite character? I mean, come on, she's legit one of my dream roles. <laughs> Baker's wife. Yeah, I I believe it. I totally especially believe it. like Emily Blunt. Oh yeah. She does a fantastic job. I do. I love her. I love that. And I love I love the song Moments in the Woods. Oh, I don't love what happens before the song. Same. <laughs> um, I put the witch. I'd love to play the witch. I love Bernadette Peters as the witch. Oh yeah. Um I don't know, I just love that role. Plus, Meryl Streep freaking killed it as the witch. Oh yeah. But, like, if I were to choose a role for now, it would definitely be Cinderella. Like, I would play Cinderella in a heartbeat if I could. Yeah. My college, actually, is um, hosting auditions right now for Into the Woods. Go audition for it now. I have no time with work. (laughs) Sadly. I know. You're about to get a text from me, and it's our little world. (laughs) Okay. So, don't forget. So, what is your favorite song? So, again, I love a Sondheim ballad. No one is alone. Love mm-hmm. that song. Um, that song means so much to me. Like, I remember when I was a stage manager for Into the Woods, one of the first songs they learned was No One is Alone. So mm-hmm. it kind of brings me back to that memory. Mm-hmm. I miss that cast. And then, of course, Agony in this movie. Dude. Agony? <sighs> killed me when i first watched this movie i was like hmm okay interesting and when i went back and watched it again i could not stop laughing i was laughing so my princes they so went hard just as extra as the movie because they were like i love it how do we top the movie and so they went bigger i love it oh my gosh it killed me i was sitting there cracking up laughing my booty off just dying from yeah. this i thought they were so funny I was oh, like, yeah. good job, Chris and Billy. Good job. What is your favorite songs? Okay, so I have two. I know, that's why I said songs. <laughs> um, Last Midnight, of course, because mm, so good. It's the it's the it's the part when she does the you're so nice. Yes. You're not good, you're not bad, you're just nice. I'd also love to play the witch. Hold up. <laughs> mm-hmm. But like Baker's wife is like now yeah yeah that's like a role we could fathomly play within the next like five or six years yeah i think my baker's wife when i stage managed it was 23 yeah so so. makes sense and then my other fave is steps on the 
steps of the palace. That song is so gorgeous in this movie. It's great, and I love the way that they handled it cinematically. I loved that they made it, like, slow down in time. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was so cool. In the stage show, it's past tense, and it's, like, her in the woods remembering yeah Yeah, like remembering it but i like them bringing it more so into like the present and seeing her on the steps yeah i also really like the precursor to on the steps of the palace which is the um he's a very nice prince or whatever with with the baker's wife with the he's a very nice nice prince prince. yes and 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 (laughs) it's a very nice ball that whole thing yeah and and my sister's dream role is Cinderella, and she and I need to do that duet together. Yes, that would be really cute. Yeah. So, what's your favorite moment? Um. Oh, if life were only moments, you know it's a bad, bad one. one. <laughs> but if life were um, made of moments, my favorite is I. I really like, like I just mentioned, I love on the steps of the palace. I love the ball. Like I love it. I love the potion scene. I always love the potion scene. That one's really good, too. (laughs) But specifically in the movie, because they make (laughs) Baker's wife just, like, instantly instantly be, like, nine Nine months months pregnant. pregnant. (laughs) And the Baker's saying, that worked quickly. (laughs) (laughs) That is good. That is good. I have another. Oh. Oh. I also love the potion scene where she goes, feed it to the cow. And they're like. What? <laughs> I had a I had a memory that was tied to that moment. So thank you, Gabby. So when I worked on it as a stage manager, of course, like, Moki White was a puppet. And the guy who played the yeah. puppet legit, like, moved the puppet to look at the witch. And he went, what? Too? <laughs> I love that. I need to send oh. you the video of our production. Okay. When we did it in high school, I wasn't in it. I watched it. But um, my... There was a girl who actually played the cow. We had somebody playing. That's how my high school did it. Yeah, I think a lot of high schools do it that way. She auditioned for the cow. Like, she literally went to the director and was like, I I want to play Milky White. I want to play Milky White. Yes. (laughs) That is exactly what happened, too. And it was really cute. She had little space buns, and it was a cute thing. But, like, even she, like, turned to the No, she was, like, in, like, a puppet thing. Oh, no. Ours was, like, just, like, in white with little cow spots. It was cute. No, ours was, like, a weird, like, hunched-over puppet thing. Oh, gosh, that's awful. <laughs> no, ours was, like, cute. She, like, walked like a person, and, like, she had little cow spots and, like, wore white and had little that's buttons. Cute. It was cute. Um, but, like, when the witch was all feeded to the cow, she, did. She like, even looked and was like, excuse me? <laughs> it was good. Yeah. So what's your okay. least favorite moment? We have the same least favorite moment, and I'm pretty sure this is everybody's least favorite moment. Um, but and it's my Hello, other least girl. favorite moment is not even a moment in this show. I know. It's literally not even a moment. But Hello, Little Girl is so weird. And it yeah. he never comes back. Like, you never see anything to do with him again. No, I think it's because he did. I know. Well, well, he dies before, like, and I know things now. But, like, but like still. It's like I two songs later. I know, but still, it's it's weird. I don't know. It's just so weird. It's Especially like, why would like, you put that in and not put in anything with Mysterious Man? My, thank you for letting me tie, tying into that. I am mad. And again, this is probably because I've recently worked on the show and like, I know the show really well. But like, the Mysterious Man and narrator is usually double cast. And it's because of this full circle moment, as my director explained, like the first rehearsal to our narrator slash Mysterious Man that 
because he also is Mysterious Man, a.k.a. Baker's father, starting this show, and then the Baker's... Or, and then the Baker ends the show telling the Once Upon a Time, it becomes like a full circle moment between mm-hmm. the two yeah. actors. I really like how they did it in the movie. I did had too. James Corden as the narrator. Because they didn't have the narrator or the mysterious man, yeah. I really liked that. I thought that I also really made loved, it full circle. I, what is the song that Mysterious Man and Baker sing in the stage show? I know what you're talking about, and it's a beautiful song, but I can't think Hold of it on. off I the top of my head no more yes thank you that song i remember me sobbing the yeah, day that we closed song. i legit like walked up to our narrator our mysterious man slash narrator and baker after the show and was like you know i used to hate this song but you guys made me love it and look at how much of a mess i am right now oh that's cute yeah so, overall, what would you give this movie a score out of 10? 5 out of 10, because I had to knock it down, like, so many points for not having Mysterious Man. I think I'm going to give it a 7. Okay. I know I wrote 6, but I think I'm going to give it a 7. Hey, solely 6 because is the, the average score between us now. Yeah, solely because I like... The, okay, I really like the cinematography, except for when it gets too dark, like, towards the end when you can barely see anything. That annoyed me. But, like, for the most part, I think they did a really good job in filming it. Same. I also really like this cast. I also... I really like the cast for the most part. Yeah. I don't know if I'd change anyone, actually. I don't think I would. No. Yeah, I really like it the way it is. I like. So, I love Willow Crawford. I do too. I Fun fact: I'm pretty sure she and I went to middle school together. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we went to the same middle school. Cause we had like a we had like a middle school show that came out once a week, and like they did like a big interview with her. So I'm pretty sure we went to back middle when school she together. was Annie, cause she was Annie like when we were in like sixth grade. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So do we want to go on to the well, next? Well, this movie came out when we were in middle school, 2014. I was in middle school. Oh, or yeah, at least 13. Yeah. So what, 7th grade? 8th grade? Yeah, I was in 8th grade, so I'm pretty sure we went to middle school together. Huh. Then, like, she was, like, 10 and was Annie <laughs> on yeah. Broadway. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. So, pretty impressive. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> My- the movie musical I made us put on the list. I was like, I am. Yeah, not- Emma was like, we must. <laughs> Mostly because I knew you hadn't seen this movie. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. It's the prom, which mm-hmm. the synopsis of it is: a troupe of theater stars swarm into a small conservative Indiana town in support of a high school girl who wants to take her girlfriend to the prom. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it came out in 2020 as a Netflix original. It was directed by Ryan Murphy, and it features Meryl Streep again as Dee Dee Allen, James Corden as Barry Glickman, Joe Ellen Pellman as Emma Nolan, Ariana DeBose as Alyssa Green, Nicole Kidman as Angie Dickinson, Andrew Reynolds, Reynolds, thank you, as Trent Oliver. He's the Book of Mormon guy. 
Oh, that just clicked for me. I was like, where do I know him from? He's Thank the you. Book of Mormon guy. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Light bulb just went on. Thank you. Which is why um, they had him sing the Rolling Got it. Okay. song. <laughs> that makes sense now. Um, Keegan-Michael Key as Principal Tom Hawkins. Also love him, too. Yeah. Um, Tracy Ullman as Vera Glickman. And Kevin Chamberlain as Sheldon Saperstein. And you forgot Carrie um, Washington as Mrs. Green. No, I said her. No, you went straight from Keegan-Michael Key to oh, Tracy Ullman. Oh, shoot. Okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> You're right. I can't read clearly. And we have two fun facts for this one because I couldn't decide between the two. They're both good. They're both um, good. Nicole Kidman, who portrays Angie Dickinson, a lifelong chorus girl who just quit her um, job of 20 years in the musical Chicago after the producers never let her go on for the role of Roxy Hart. In real life, Kidman's heard down the role of Roxy Hart for the 2002 Chicago film. And we will get to who actually got that part later. I thought it was really interesting when I saw that. I it like, is interesting. Huh. I also think it's very funny how she in this movie is in Chicago and we decide to talk about Chicago later. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, hmm, Chicago. And I was like, oh, wait. Oh, okay. And then Ariana DeBose is known for playing the bullet in the original Broadway cast of Hamilton. Let me tell you. She looks totally different. I know. In the pro shot of Hamilton than she does in this movie. Also, I she's going to be in the West Side her. Story remake. Yes, she is. But I didn't recognize her <laughs> at all. Did you find out when you read my notes? Yes. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. I was like, that is not the same girl. And then I looked her up and I was like, oh, yep, it's the same girl. I love that. Yeah, it was it was a trip. I was like, what? in the world (laughs) so who's your favorite character barry my boy i love him so much i like how he's like i love how he's like a little fairy godmother i do too i love the line um you'll be elfie i'll be glenda i know (laughs) i just loved it i loved their friendship i also really liked her friendship um with Angie too. I yeah. thought that was really cute. I love the um give them some Zazz song. Yes. I loved that. That yeah. was cute. I love Trent or Alyssa. I can't decide between the two of them. Okay, I really like Trent because he okay, have you seen Brooklyn Nine Nine? No. Okay, you should watch it. Okay. But he reminds for those of you who have seen Brooklyn Nine Nine, um he reminds me a lot of um Charles Boyle. Um I'll send you a compilation of Boyle, and you will be like, yes, they are the same. <laughs> um, yeah, that's... that's Well, because, yeah. like, I knew going into it, he's the Book of Mormon guy. He's known for the comedic movie musicals. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your favorite what's song? Your... I love It's Not About Me. I also really like Alyssa Green. So that's one of my favorite. I have a tie for three. I... Yeah. And it's basically the ones because I have known this show since it came out because I literally saw it, I think, the day it came out on Netflix. Wow. Yeah, this one was hyped for me. Um, And it was the three that I listened to the most are Dance With You, Alyssa Green, and Love Thy Neighbor. So those are definitely my favorites. And I know that you put Love Mm -hmm. Thy Neighbor 
somewhere here. We'll get to it. But yeah, I really like, I think Alyssa Green is a really cute song. Yeah, I do too. I also love It's Not About Me. I just love how, how, I love Meryl. I think that's just it. I think I just like, I'm in love with Meryl Streep. Yeah. I think that's it. I think that's the answer here. Because anything she does, I'm like, I love it. (laughs) I was obsessed with Mamma Mia for like three years after it came out. I literally, when I went to elementary school, I changed schools halfway through elementary school in third grade. And when I went to my new school, I went by Sophie because my middle name is Sophia. So I went by Sophie for like three, four years. I love that. Yeah. So yeah, it was, I, I, yeah, I just am obsessed with Meryl Streep. I think that's my answer. <laughs> um, what about your favorite moment? Um... It's time to dance slash the last prom at the very end of the show, especially with the mom coming back and talking with Alyssa. Yeah, I said the same. I yeah. sat there bawling, and my mom was like, what are you watching? And I was like, eh, I yeah. have two funny, <laughs> I have one funny story with this movie. Uh-huh. So I was watching it downstairs, like, at my house, and it was in the very beginning when they're the one lesbian 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 and it's supposed emma in the lights where it said eleanor yeah. my mom walked out and was like what you watching and they're literally <laughs> singing about lesbians and it's spelling my name <laughs> that's funny um a fun fact that is more so about the stage show but i still wanted to mention it here mm-hmm. is when they performed in the um thanksgiving day parade they performed the it's time to dance the last prom song mm-hmm and it was the first time a lesbian or gay kiss was shown on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yeah, it was a pretty big deal. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah. What's your least favorite moment? I don't like Love Thy Neighbor <laughs> or the Acceptance Song. I hate it. I don't like it. I don't it. like it's the Acceptance so... Song. My I thing think... with Love okay. Thy Neighbor is I understand that that would never realistically happen. <laughs> I understand that. I also under I get it now more that he that played... he's the Book of Mormon guy. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I still don't like it. <laughs> I still think it's so out of place and just weird. It's like they threw it in there in the show because somebody needed a minute to go get changed for the next scene and they needed something to kill three minutes. That's one of those songs for me. It was either that or they needed to figure out a way to have the four high schoolers that were mean to yeah. Emma. Also, another least favorite moment, I was, like, taking notes while writing, watching the prom. Literally Same. in the um, opening song, or Emma's first song, so, um, um, Just Breathe. Yeah. Um, she's playing dodgeball in... I'm presuming gym class, and she's the only one on her team. That gym teacher, like, legit let her fend for herself. I know. I was like, what the heck? I was was so mad. Also, the cheerleading uniforms, I did not like the turtlenecks. Oh, no, those were weird. (laughs) I was like, why why do you have turtlenecks under your thing? Yeah, that's weird. I guess, okay, I do understand in the Midwest it gets kind of cold, so maybe it's because it's it's cold. It's still spring, so it's cold. I don't know. But prom is in, like, April. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Let's just go to ratings. Okay. 9.75 out of 10. <laughs> I said 9. Okay. 9. Yeah. Solid 9. Yeah. I mean, I'd watch it again. Also, I really wish that um, Kevin Chamberlain had more of a role. 
same i love him so much i mentioned this when we were talking about ratatouille i love kevin chamberlain i do too and he needed a cinnamon roll more to do he really did i also loved the scene okay you know when they're trying to fund the new prom yes. and they're all giving all their money and he and they all look at 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 Meryl Streep and they like we know you got some money we know you have a Visa and Black you know card that, in there. Um, Keegan Michael Key just like used her card before even touching everyone else's. I know. <laughs> he was just like okay, yeah. Anyway, I love that. Yeah, I I just thought that was really cute. So next, we're going to talk about Chicago, one of my picks. Yes. So two murderesses, Roxy Hart and Velma Kelly, develop a fierce rivalry while competing for publicity, celebrity, and a sleazy lawyer's attention. It came out in 2002, and it was directed by Rob Marshall in his theatrical directorial debut. That is impossible to say. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Um, it starred Renee Zellweger as Roxy Hart, Catherine Zeta-Jones as Velma Kelly, Richard Gere as Billy Flynn, Queen Latifah as Matron Mama Morton, um, John C. Riley as Amos Hart, and Christine Brandensky as Mary Sunshine. Yes. It also had, um, oh shoot, now I can't <laughs> think of his name. Dang it. Who are you thinking of? The guy who, like, introduces all the songs. Oh, I almost included him, and I completely forgot him, too. Oh, my gosh. What is his name? Chicago movie. Yes. He was in Rent, too. How do I not remember his Ty name? Diggs. He's in, like, so much. Yes, Tay Diggs. Thank Tay you. Diggs. Tay Diggs. And he's the meme. He's the, hi, I'm Tay Diggs. <laughs> Have you seen that meme? Oh my gosh, it kills me every time. Sorry for everybody's eardrums. I just blew out. <laughs> but so, anyway. The fun fact I found, which I thought was interesting because I didn't know it. The fun fact almost was just how many women auditioned to play Roxy and Velma. Because if you look on I'm IMDb, sure that's like half of the trivia. And it's like a lot of people. I know Angelina Jolie was on the list. I saw her. I was like, what? No. No. Um, no. And other people like that. Of course, um, what is her name from the prom? We were just talking about her. Um, Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Yeah. I didn't know she could sing. You didn't? No. I was watching the prom and I was like, shoot, I didn't know she could sing. Yeah. So the fun fact for this movie is that in the beginning of the scene, introducing Mama Morton to the new inmates, Roxy Hart has a brief conversation with a woman smoking a cigarette. That character was played by longtime Broadway actress Jada Rivera, who portrayed Velma Kelly in the original 1975 production of Chicago. Yes, and we we love Cheetah Rivera. Yeah, we love her. Love her. What a queen. Yes. So, do we again who's your favorite character? Just say our favorite character together. Yeah, I mean it's Roxy. How yeah, can you Roxy. not love Roxy? I love Roxy. I so I've seen this stage show her. twice recently. I've never actually seen it on stage or the film. So this was the first for me. And I was like, I want to watch it. So we're going to put it in there. And I did. And it was, yeah, it was good. So my university did it October, 2019. And one thing I really liked, because in the stage show, all that jazz, it's usually just like all that jazz, like 
mm-hmm. or the like overture and then straight into all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Honestly, legit showed like what the movie did oh. at my stage show, which never happens on stage. So then when I no, saw um, the one at another theater, I was like, wait, they're not doing it. What? Yeah. But they they, they also did the original Fosse choreography for that one. Ooh, okay, at that that's theater fun. because their choreographer was legit like in the Broadway production at some point. Ooh. In the chorus, so that's fun. That was cool. That um, is cool. But yeah. So oh shoot, I was gonna say Oh, I really like this movie. I did there were a few moments where I did find myself like reaching for my phone because I was kind of bored. Yeah. Um, one thing that on. I almost did as a fun fact is Mary Sunshine in the stage show is actually a man. Like, it's a man in drag. Oh, that's fun. Because in the courtroom, they, like, pull off the reveal and they're like, you see, not everyone is what they seem. Kind of a thing. Oh. That's interesting. And they decided not to do that in the movie. Yeah, I like that it's that it's uh, Christine... Bransky. Yeah, I like her as it. I just something about Mary Sunshine in the stage show is awesome. Yeah, I I get it. It's just like how there's a little something awesome about um I can't think of her name, but it's uh Tracy's mom in Hairspray. Yeah. I there's love just that. a little something awesome about her cuz she's played by a man. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's your favorite song? I love We Both Reach for the Gun. We Both Reach for the Gun is very good. Yeah. I do like We Both Reach for the Gun. I like it but, better in the movie than on stage, because on stage okay. it's kind of weird. Yeah. Because they still do the ventriloquy thing, but... Oh, yeah. I don't know. That was kind of that was kind of funky It doesn't for me. play off as well as, as they well, do As well. I'm sure it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. You mean in the movie? Or in the movie, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I love and i have loved the cell block tango for so forever good. and it's amazing and it's so good and i just it's, that's all i can say it's just what about force block tango bruh don't even get me started on that i don't even want to talk about that right now it's so ugh, i tried so hard and it's so it good just, well thank so you for those of you who do not know gabby made a star wars um women parody of cell block tango of the cell block tango yeah, but I was trying to get our friends to do it, and we haven't done anything with it. No, we I need tried. to do it. But I tried. Yeah. So what's your favorite um, moment? I like the whole, th- like, courtroom scenes. Like, I like that. When they're, like, doing everything in the court. I don't know why. I, I'm a yeah. courtroom drama type of gal. I like that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. I. This is where I put cell block tango. Yeah. Because the, I love the, how they incorporate the like beats of the music into mm-hmm. like the water dripping and then the nails mm-hmm. and then someone walking yeah. by that's cool. yeah that was cool i also really like the way that they did it like the Same. actual song i also was when i was watching it i realized um you know how when you watch movies on amazon they have the little like references yeah. and the quips and the mess ups well, in the, like, references, it was like, oh, they reference Jailhouse Rock in Cell Block Tango when they have the wall with all of the inmates. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. 
I was working on my floor decorations and I was really hoping none of my like RA people were coming up like during certain <laughs> moments during this show because I was just like outside yeah. in the hallway like putting up stuff while watching it. I'm sure. No one came up. That's Nothing good. happened. But, That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm kind of mad that you put that as your least favorite moment. Um, it's boring. It, okay. I, I think it's just because of I love every Amos that I've seen on stage because they, like, steal the show. Not going to lie with okay. that song. So that's probably okay. why I won't put that song. But, yeah. Yeah, I just you think Amos' like song Cellophane. is little... Yeah, I, I think it's just kind of boring. I mean... I, don't get me wrong, I like John C. Riley. I think, he, I think he did a great job. I just yeah. did not really particularly also, like this song on him. He was, like, he's really into, like, cl- like clowning or whatever, according yeah. to the fun facts. So that's why they made him do the, like, clown makeup. Okay. I don't Which know. Was it was just kind of funky yeah. for me. I, I don't know why. But the scene, oh. the, scene, the scene before it did break my heart. Yeah. I will mention that. I'm not a heartless monster. It is oh very sad. Yeah. So, I love Matron Mama Morton, and I love Queen Latifah, but I'm not the biggest fan of When You're Good to Mama as a song. I agree. That is also another moment that I was sitting there on my phone, like, okay, I'm waiting for the song to be over. One verse would have been fine. When you're watching the stage show, it's like, okay, we just, um, what's the song before? It's Roxy's song, the, um, Mm -hmm. Funny Honey, that's the name of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it goes like from that, and then you're waiting for Cell Block because that's soon. Yeah. So that song's kind of like shoehorned into it. Um, yeah. I know that we're going to talk kinda... about it when we do our pro shots way in the future episode, but it's also the same reason I don't like That's Rich in Newsies. Yeah. Because it kind of I mean, feels I... shoehorned in. It does. Why? Why is this a? Why is this a classic thing with like? <laughs> these kind of like mama character yeah i don't get it yeah annoying yeah so what do you give it out of 10 so i give it a 9 out of 10 again this is probably a lot of me like thinking about um the stage show and how well it was adapted because i have Uh seen it so recently but yeah okay i gave it a 7 out of 10 just because you know like i said earlier there were some parts that lost me but overall yeah it was good yeah. So the next one is your favorite, which I had never seen. Um, I'm so which is I Gypsy. Love this one. I love it so much. And the synopsis of it is Mama Rose lives to see her daughter June succeed on Broadway by way of vaudeville. When June marries and leaves, Rose turns her hope and attention to her older daughter, Louise. However, having her headlining as a stripper at Minsky's burlesque is not what she initially has in mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it came out in 1962. We're talking about the original, the 1962 one, not 1998, I think, with uh, Bernadette Peters, which is also fantastic. The one with Bernadette Peters is a little bit more accurate to the stage show. That's the only reason I like that one just a touch more. But this one's a classic, so you kind of have to watch this one. Yeah. I feel like this is, like, the good, like, this is the classic one. Everybody knows this one. Um, so it stars Rosalind Russell as Rose Hovick, um, Natalie Wood as Louise Hovick slash Gypsy Rose Lee, Carl Malden as Herbie Somers, um, Paul Wallace as Tulsa, Morgan Brittany billed as Suzanne Caputo as Baby June, 
Um, Anne Jillian as Dainty June slash June Hovick. Uh, Diane Pace as Baby Louise. And Betty Bruce as Tessie Tura. Yes. And yes. the fun fact for this one, which I thought was interesting when I looked, when I saw it, was the real Gypsy, Re- Gypsy Rose Lee visited the set and gave Natalie Wood some tips on her stripping routines. Yeah, because it's actually based off of the memoirs yeah. of Gypsy Rose Lee. Which is, I did not know that until recently. I thought that was Same. Really interesting. I thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, I also read that... Gypsy Rose Lee actually didn't really like the way that they portrayed her mother in this show. Oh. That she was like, oh, it wasn't actually that bad, but we'll just leave it. (laughs) Because I guess June thought it was that bad, and so June wanted to leave it. So she didn't really touch it. So I was like, oh, interesting. So, like, I guess uh, Gypsy Rose wanted her to be a little bit nicer, but but Louis, or but June yeah. was like, no, 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 no. Okay. So Interesting. Yeah. Who's your favorite character? I mean, we both have the same one. Louise. Yeah, it's Louise. Yeah. I love Louise. So, what's your favorite song? It's All I Need Is The Girl. And I it has been Such stuck in my head song. for like three hours. <laughs> so, mine is, and it's mostly because, so even before I knew the musical or had seen it or whatever... My sister and I had performed a song from it, and it was When Mama is Married. I thought it was If Mama Gets Married. Or If Mama Gets Married. On the soundtrack, it's When Mama is Married. Oh, interesting. That's why I put it. I I was following Apple Music. Don't (laughs) come for me. Um, But yeah, I was Louise, and of course she was June, because she's the younger sister. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah, it's such a cute song. The thing I like about All I Need is the Girl is it's, like, the only time a guy really has its own song in the whole show, first of all. True. Which is, I think, is a very fun twist. Yeah. I also really love, I don't know, I love the, it feels so classic. It feels very, very singing in the rain to me. And I love the way that they do it. another moment felt very singing in the rain to me. Okay. And I love I love the way that they do it in the film when they're like dancing in the back alley and then she starts dancing with him. I just love that. I think that's so cute. Yeah. So what's your favorite moment? I love when Louise just tells Rose off. Yes. When she does the when she says um something like, "You know what? I love my life because it's finally mine." Whatever she says that's like that I love that. Yes. Or, you know, I love my life because for the first time it is my life. Yeah, I love that moment. That's definitely, like, my second favorite. But, like, when Tulsa's showing Louise, like, his, like, little routine he made in the alleyway, that's the singing it's in the really rain moment. Cute. Yeah, that's exactly, yeah, exactly same. That's the same moment. Yeah. Yeah, it's cute. I love that. Yeah. So what's your least favorite moment? So I understand its place in the story, but I was on my phone the entire time you gotta have during you gotta have a gimmick. Yeah. It's that song is a little rough on the ears. Yeah. I was It's like, a little rough. Yeah, it was just like I gotta scroll. Uh-huh. I agree. Um <laughs> but it really like it like hurts so bad for me 
when um herbie comes in at the very end on the wedding day and he's like come on rose let's go get married and she's like not while we're a flop we're not gonna get married as a flop we're gonna go out as a success it may be a success in second rate burlesque in burlesque it may be second rate burlesque at that but at least we're not a flop and he just kind of leaves and that's just like oh gosh ow like i hurt so bad for him yeah Um, okay yeah so i'm gonna go on a whole rant after i say my score um it's a good rant but yeah so i'm gonna let you go first even though we had the same score okay i gave it a nine out of ten only because um wherever we go is cut and it was put in in the 1998 version with beth midler and it's a really cute song um it's after it's after the whole thing with the madame rose's tori adorables when they're in the desert yeah um and it's right after um herbie says let's get a gallon of peroxide and toothbrushes and make them all blondes it's after that whole thing and they have this cute little song about wherever we go whatever we do we'll have to go through it together it's really cute i really like it um but yeah i really like that song i also gave it a nine out of ten so I had never seen this uh, movie or the musical before, like, watching it last night. I watched it last night, jeez. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, but I had known a lot of the songs before, like, Rose's Stern, Mama Was Married, um, Let Me Entertain You. Whether that just being from the community theaters, growing up, or somewhere else, which I am convinced, because Hollywood Studios plays, like, classic musicals all the time, like, in the like hollywood boulevard part which is like mm-hmm. old hollywood looking they'll pull, play like old hollywood movie musicals like soundtracks mm-hmm. i am so convinced that they've played gypsy there however mm-hmm. when i looked it up i couldn't find it anywhere i found like every oh. other thing but i could not find it and i'm going insane <laughs> you're like i swear i've heard it i i was like i swear i've heard it I forget what I had heard. Oh, it was Anything Goes they played there once. And I was I like, it. like coming along and Sean was like, you know this song? I was like, yeah. My boyfriend is named Sean, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> For our listeners. Um, I was like, yeah, it's Anything Goes. It's Anything Goes. From yeah. Anything Goes. Yeah, they play it sometimes on Main Street for us. Yeah, that's we'll, the we'll other place the that they'll do it. But I'm convinced mm-hmm. that I heard it in Hollywood Studios because that's where I spend most hmm. of my time now. Because Star Wars. Yeah. But I, I do like anywhere. Another song that they play that isn't a musical song is the um, Captain America Peggy Carter at the end of Endgame song. Oh, it's been a long time. Yeah. That song's really cute. I am determined to either have some. That song is going to be in my wedding somewhere. <laughs> I'm going to walk down the aisle to that song. Uh, Just you wait. Yes. You're going to be there and you're going to be in the front being like, hey. In your pretty dress and everything. Aww. You're in my wedding, I've determined. Yeah, same. <laughs> Decided. Yes. Um, so the next one is Lamez. Do you want to give the um, synopsis of this sure. film? Sure. So Lamez <laughs> takes place in France during the early 19th century and tells the story of Jean Valjean, who, while being hunted for decades by the ruthless policeman Javert after breaking parole, agrees to care for a factory worker's daughter. The story re- reaches a resolution against the background of the June Rebellion of 1832. 
It's also known as the Student Rebellion yes. of 1832. Yes. So most people think that it takes place during the French Revolution. It does But it does not. <laughs> That's why I had to put the Jude Rebellion when I wrote that yeah, synopsis. because a lot of people are like, oh, it takes place during the French Revolution, the only French war to ever happen ever. No, no, it is not. Yeah. No. <laughs> Um, so the film came out in t- um, 2012. It was directed by Tom Hopper, and the cast includes Hugh Jackman as Jean Valjean, Russell Crowe as Javert, uh. <laughs> Anne Hathaway as Fontaine, Amanda Se- Seyfried as Cosette, Eddie Ooh. Redmayne as Marius Montmorency, <laughs> Hannah Bonham Carter and Sasha Baron Cohen as the Thenardiers, <laughs> three woos, <laughs> Samantha Barks as Eponine. Aaron the T- rest are all woos. What? The rest are all woos. Yeah. Aaron Tveit as Andrelaus and Daniel Huddlestone as Gavroche. Yeah. And my Those two all... fun... Oh. Go for it. Oh, my two fun facts that I found, because I thought both were interesting, was the set for Diagon Alley from Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone was remodeled and used for the barricade scene. That is very interesting to me. I saw that and I was like, Harry Potter facts. Going I in the love notes. that. Of course it is. I think that's a very interesting fun fact. And then another one is that Colm Wilkinson, who um play, who plays the bishop in the movie, which he covers the um thievery of Jean Valjean with the candlesticks. Candlesticks. And the uten- no, it's the utensils, and then he gives the candlesticks. That's right. That's right. Um, he's the original Jean Valjean in both the London production in 1985 and on Broadway in 1987. Oh, that's cool. So they had the original guy play the bishop. That's cool. I knew that one going into it, so that was pretty neat. Yeah. See, this cast is pretty decent. Except for... I would change one person... And I know who I'd recast. Yeah, I would definitely not cast Russell Crowe as Javert. Okay, so Absolutely what not. is the guy that plays Javert, um, that's played like Phantom, Javert, and the guy in Anastasia? Oh, bro, I don't know. Ri- I do not know how to pronounce his name. I'm not going to try. I'm going to let you try. <laughs> Ramin Karimlu. Ramin Karimlu. Um, he has played the Phantom and Eric, or the Phantom and what's the guy's name in Phantom? Oh. The one that she marries. Um, hold on, it'll come to me. Hold on, I'm going to get his Wikipedia page up. So, oh, Raul. So he's played Phantom and Raul in the Phantom of the Opera and Jean Valjean, Andrelos, and Marius Pontmercy in Les Miserables at different times in his life. And then... He originated the roles of Gleb and Anastasia and the Phantom in Love Never Dies. Yeah, I like him. I think he would be fantastic as Javert. I loved him in Phantom. I think he's fantastic as yes. Phantom. He's such a great performer, and I'm mad. That's one we all have to talk about the, se- the next time we do this, is Phantom. Yes. Mm-hmm. I also put Oliver... Okay. So we could do a bunch more in that one. Okay. Um, Anyway. So, yeah, I did not like Russell Crowe. I also think Eddie Redmayne is just okay. Yeah. He is is adequate. I don't know who I'd cast, though. 
I would have had Aaron Tveit as Marius. Yeah. And then I think if we needed, like, a um, semi-famous person or, like, someone with the same celebrity power as Eddie Redman, maybe, like, um, what's his face? You know who I want to say, but I don't know if he's right for it, but I'm still going to say it. Just say it. Who? Jeremy Jordan. That's what as I was going to say. Oh, I was going to say Andreas. the other way around. Aaron Tveit as Marius, Jeremy Jordan as Andra. You see, I just want to hear Jeremy Jordan sing Empty Chairs. Okay, you're right. Jeremy Jordan <laughs> is Marius. I won. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, because Kara, Empty I Chairs clapped. is one of my favorites. Empty Chairs is one of my, like, absolute favorite songs like, in the whole show. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. I just think Eddie Redmayne just does it okay. Same. It makes me sad because I love that song. And if done right, it will make me weep, like, ugly tears. So, yeah. Same. So, who's your favorite character? Come on. Stephanie or Francine? Yeah, they're good. I love the Tenardiers. It's Especially in the film. I think Helena Bohm Carter and Sasha Baron Cohen, also, who are also in Sweeney Todd, do a fantastic job together. Yeah, they do. I think they're hilarious together. One one small little line that I'm so mad that they cut out, it's actually one that um, Gavroche was supposed to say. It was right after Eponine died. Mm-hmm. Um he was um, one of the Barricade Boys. I'm pretty sure it was Grantaire, who is, like, close mm-hmm. to him in the book and usually in the stage show. He's the drunk one. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, like, going to be like, hey, Gavroche, what's up? Like, why are you sad? And Gavroche was going to say, that's my sister. Stop! They cut that from the show, or from the movie. One of the reasons I gave it such a low score. I didn't, I've never heard that in the show ever. No, they were gonna put it in the movie. That's and then they oh cut my it. gosh! And I'm also mad that they cut the Grand Terre solo in "Drink with Me" because that's my favorite song in Lamez. "Drink with Me" is also fantastic, but they cut Grand Terre's solo because he has the big yeah. one, and they cut it yeah. fully, and it makes me mad. Yeah, that does make me upset. When I did Les Mis, one of my friends played Grantaire, and he was hilarious as Grantaire. Like, he was oh, yeah. like, oh, gosh, it was so I funny. feel like Grantaire would be the best one of the, like, non- Oh, yeah. Like, weeds. Oh, yeah, because then you just get to booze around the whole time. You're just going to be like, blah, 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 blah. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. And you get to be all quick-witted and stuff like that. I think it'd yeah. be really fun. So, what's your favorite song? A Little Fall of Rain. Or bring I him home. Love, I do love A Little Fall of Rain. A Little Fall of Rain is definitely one of my favorites. Again, Drink With Me would have been my favorite, but they cut the Grand Terre mm-hmm. solo. Yeah. Don't do that. It's my favorite like song. Bring Him Home. What? I don't really like Bring Him Home. Okay. I think it's a, like the low part of the show, and I think it's so boring. And when Bring Him Home comes in, I'm always just like, snooze time. Okay, I get to take a five-minute nap. What is the, what is the song that they add to... Val- for Valjean in the movie. I don't like that one. What one? Like, when he's singing to, um, like, Cosette asleep. Baby Cosette asleep. I do not remember this. You also didn't watch it. I also did not watch it. 
So, like, I after see, he I used to rescues her from the Tenardiers, they're mm-hmm. in the carriage, like, going back to his house or whatever, and she's asleep yeah. in his arms, and he's singing, like, a lullaby, like, what is this child? <laughs> oh, wait, that's in the musical. That is not in the musical. I do not yes, remember that. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It is? Yes. Are you sure? Yeah. I swear. They just changed the tempo, I think. Hold maybe. on. It's Hold called on. Suddenly. Oh, maybe not. Yeah, and he's like, oh. suddenly I'm a father now. <laughs> no, because they cut the waltz of treachery for it. Oh. Okay. That makes me mad. I love the Waltz of Treachery. But yeah. Yeah. Okay, yes. Now I know what you're talking about. I don't like that song. It's it's fine. So I said my favorite it would usually be empty chairs and empty tables, like yes. I said. Because it always just oh yes, beautiful. However, I don't really like Eddie Redmayne that much as Marius. Okay. Especially, I cannot stand him and Amanda Seyfried. I love Amanda Seyfried. She's fantastic. I can't stand them singing Rue A Heart Full of Love. Yeah, their chemistry is not there. It's weird. Their chemistry isn't there, and they don't have the right vocal types to sing that song. No. No, she's not an opera singer. So she just... uh, I don't I don't like them as those roles at all. Yeah. I don't know who I would have had be um who I would have had be Cosette instead of I would have maybe Cypher, looked but... at like the recent Cosettes at that time or maybe even Christine yeah. Gaillet's. Because isn't yeah. Samantha Barks, wasn't she an Eponine on stage? I think so, yeah. So yeah, do that with Eponine yeah. or with Cosette and then I think they just needed the the name. Yeah. Plus, I mean, she's a good singer. She can sing. It's not like she can't sing. She's fantastic in Mamma Mia. I love her as Sophie in Mamma Mia. But Sophie and Kizette are two completely very different. different. Yeah. yeah, and the style is completely different. Yeah. So, yeah, I just didn't really like her. Um, but I'm going to have to go with uh, Do You Hear the People Sing? Yeah. Because every I time I listen to it. I love how they do it, it in the movie rather than the stage show. Because the stage show, it's just like... They're still at the cafe. I like that they're actually at General at the barricade funeral. Oh, and then it goes yeah, straight yeah, to yeah. the barricade. To the barricade, yeah. I like that better. It makes, it gives me chills yeah. every single time. When it starts out really small and then it swells at the, do you hear yeah. the people sing? And I just like, I feel it with my whole body and I love it. Yeah. Okay. So next is, what's your favorite moment? everything at the barricade yeah and then i I just said do you hear the people sing again because it literally just sends chills throughout me every single time so we technically have the same (laughs) i love yours (laughs) do you want to say your least favorite moment first i said stars because i hated the end okay the end with the crunch it's just (laughs) Why would you do that? When you know when he hits the edge of the fountain and you that's hear little not <coughs> stars. Stars is the one that he's like there. Or, on the that's mountains. right, not stars. It's um. But yeah, I know the crunch you're talking about. The and crunch. I laugh. Yes, that's not at stars. Sorry, I, it's been a while since I've seen no, it. No, stars is the one that. 
that this I swear, this, this I, I swear, swear by the stars. Yeah, That's how he sounds. Javert's suicide. Javert's suicide. Thank you. Um, no, I don't like anything that Javert sings. I do not like what's his face, Russell Crowe as Javert. Don't like him. And you know who else doesn't like him as Javert? I will tell you, it's in the next movie. <laughs> okay. So my least favorite moment is anything Javert sings. Yeah, same reason, probably. For Okay, now I was in a show. Now prisoner 24601. Yeah, I was in a show not too long ago, and any time we would talk about Limits, somebody would go, would start talking, would start singing like Javert, and we'd all go, this I swear by the stars. Like, like he's so, it's so, it's You know so what that bad. sounds like to me? Hmm. If the Potter Puppet Pal Snape sang. <laughs> yes, that is exactly what it sounds like. Snap, 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 snap. Like, yeah, it sounds just about the same, right? The, now bring me prisoner 24601. Come on, that's like pretty Muppet? accurate. He does sound like a Muppet. That is exactly what is it is. It's a very so manly like. Muppet. Yes. Do I see a Muppet out of me? Stop. <laughs> no. So but what yeah, do you rate this uh, movie? Five out of ten. It's four okay. out of ten. I don't know why I was so obsessed with it for so long, but same. Five out of ten. Yeah. It's just okay. And then another one I had never seen until. Um, is gonna be the last five years and you can give the synopsis real quick so in new york struggling actress kathy hyatt and a successful writer jamie wellerstein sing about their failed marriage from two perspectives yes and the movie facts are it came out in 2014 it was directed by richard la gravency i have no idea and the cast is a cast of two, and it's Jeremy Jordan as Jamie and Anna Kendrick as Kathy. Yeah, and in the show, it's Jamie and Kathy with, like, very, very, very minimal, like, ensemble yeah. just as, like, background players. I know that this was very popular, like, when theaters were starting to reopen during yeah. the pandemic because it's two actors. <laughs> yeah, the cast is tiny. It's legit so, two people. <laughs> yeah. So, I have two fun facts for this one. Yes. Um, just, one of them is just for ease of watching, and the other one is Yeah, the thank you for putting fact. this, because I was, like, confused until you said yeah. that. So, um, Kathy's songs start at the end of their relationship and go to the beginning, yeah. whereas Jamie's songs start at the beginning of the relationship and go to the end. That's, the, that's more of the watching yeah. fact. I also have another fun fact that I know off the top of my head. Um, but... The other fun fact I wrote is during Kathy's bad audition, the composer of the show, Jason Robert Brown, is struggling to play her music. Now, this is funny, at least to like musicians, because it's kind of a play on the fact that when people audition for musicals and they bring Jason Robert Brown music, it's like notoriously very hard to yeah, sight read. Yeah, it's like the new Sondheim. Yeah. People are like, do not bring Jason Robert Brown in, like, audition notes. They'll say, no Jason Robert Brown, because his music is so hard to sight read. Yeah. The last little tidbit that I know about this one, just off the top of my head, is that, actually, this show 
has been a part of a legal dispute between Jason Robert Brown and his first wife for a long time because it's part of their (coughs) divorce agreement. It was that he wasn't able to, he was like prohibited from writing a musical about their relationship. And there, he changed enough of this show to not be about their relationship, but it's a lot that is too similar for her liking. So it's been kind of, it's kind of disputed. Yikes. I mean, the fact that we can still do it and that the movie is a thing really shows that it's, like, different enough. Yeah. But yeah, that's, like, a fun little fact I learned not too long ago. Interesting. But yeah, I really love this show, and I have loved it for a really long time. So, who's your favorite character? Out of the two. Out of the two. Kathy. Well, yeah, Kathy. Definitely not Jamie. Definitely not the cheater. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely not the cheater. So (laughs) there's the answer. The other one. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So what are your favorite songs? I said we can do one for each one. One Kathy, one Jamie. At least that's what I did. I I did that too. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, yeah, one Kathy, one Jamie is fine. Um... So my Kathy is A Summer in Ohio. That song mm-hmm. made me laugh so hard. That one's really good, yeah. And then Jeremy Jordan, Moving Too Fast. Yeah. Yes, I do love that. Um, I'm torn between, I love, well, my two are the Shmuel song, because I love the Shmuel song, especially at the end when he does the, baby, it's just that you're afraid to go out onto a limovich. <laughs> like, he's like thinking of it and it's so cute i love that um and then my kathy song is i can do better than that because i have sang that song for showcases and for practice and it is one of my favorite songs to belt yeah especially the like end to middle part the and totally mine that whole thing i love that yeah so you have a, our favorite moment is shared. Yeah, because it's like the only moment in the song in the show when they actually sing together. Yeah, and it is in uh, next ten minutes when they are singing together. Yeah, and it's, it's really the cool. one moment that they're like on at the same page. Road. Yeah, it's the one moment in the show when they're together. Yeah, so and it's the cross the, for yeah. our audio listeners. Yeah, and. The way that they do it in the show is a little bit different. Like, I've seen p- different people do it different ways. Okay. But I've heard that in the show, it's, like, the only song they're on stage together for. That the rest I feel of the like songs, that's how it they're by was, themselves. how it's done, usually. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like every other song, it's, a, it's just them. Yeah. Because it's them going through it. So it's a little bit easier to tell that they're not at the same time when you're watching it in the stage production. True. Um, so yeah, I like that. It's the one the one time they're actually together and the one time they're actually like meeting and it's a really sweet moment. And it's nice and it's before like all the ish hits the fan with Jamie at least. <laughs> you know, before yeah. you actually know what hit the fan. Yeah. Yeah. So what about your least favorite moment? I mean, when everything hits the fan, yeah. so nobody needs to know. It's the same 
moment in Hamilton that I do not like is mm-hmm. say no to this. Don't like. So it was my first time watching it, and I almost skipped that song. Not gonna lie, like halfway through because I was si- sick of seeing Jeremy Jordan cheat on Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. Yeah, I, I love Nobody Needs to Know. Not like because of what happens, just because it's such a mm, that song is so good. Yeah. And I have it transposed into a female key, and it's oh. so fun. I love I love that song. It's so good. I love every song in this show. <laughs> like, the only one I kind of skip over sometimes is Still Hurting because it's slow. Yeah. I mean, there are slow songs, but it's just like, I don't know. Still Hurting is too long for me. And, yeah, that's kind of why i wrote the wrong song but yeah that's my least favorite moment actually is the still hurting sequence like that whole thing is just kind of funky you know what makes me crazy i'm sorry can i say this you know what makes me nuts that's see i'm smiling okay no i'm talking i wrote see i'm smiling but i'm actually talking about uh still hurting which is like the very first song okay i think you don't like that song no, I do like I do like See I'm Smiling. The yeah, I think the that song is fantastic. That's another fun one to do when you're in the car to scream like at him is so fun. But um yeah, still hurting. Like I think it's cool that they did it all in one shot. Yeah. That's cool. I still don't really like it. <laughs> I still think it's just okay. No. That's my opinion though. Yeah. So um, I, do- I also Oh, I also don't like in that one second, like, that, like, two seconds, like, not even, it's, like, 30 seconds, moving too fast, the and, like, the ensemble yeah, dances, weird. and then they never do it again! Yeah. They never dance again! They dance for, like, three seconds, and then it never happens again! And you're like, why? Oh, no. Why would you even do that? What? <laughs> that just bugs me. <laughs> yeah. So what do you give this uh, musical movie overall score out of 10? You know, I got to give it 9 out of 10. Same. Minus one point for cheating. Yes. But 9 out of 10. Yes, I agree. Yeah. So. That's all we got. Yeah. And we're in, we're doing great on time. We so, are. Yeah, we're doing fantastic on time. Oh, wow. I know, we're killing it. There was. Oh, oh, so when I was saying, oh, when I was saying that, you know, who else doesn't like Russell Crowe as Javert is in the last five years, um, you know, in um, Climbing Up Hill, when yeah. she's singing at her audition and she's doing the, um, yeah. when you come home, I should have told them I was sick last week. They're going to think this is the way I sing. Why is the piano playing so loud? Should I sing louder? I'll sing louder. And it's basically her singing her internal monologue. Yeah. Well, she says, these are the people who cast Russell Crowe in a musical, Jesus Christ, I Suck. And in the original, there are a few changes that they made from the original. Like, that's one. Um, it was originally Linda Blair in a musical. Okay. Which, I don't know who that is, and I don't, I don't know what either. that's a reference to, but that's what it is. Um, when in, oh, in I Can Do Better Than That. In the movie, she says, actually, it was changed in the stage play a number of years ago, um, but they changed it to very well-placed tattoos from who you might say looked like Tom Cruise because they didn't think that he was, like, relevant anymore for a while. So they changed it to very well-placed tattoos, and 
they also said that that way it'll have a little bit of a longevity. Um, they also changed... Oh, it's really funny, because in the movie, to keep the PG-13 rating in um, A Miracle It Happened, they take out... When Jamie says the F word, he says, you can't touch her anyway. Yeah. But in the soundtrack, they keep it. So in the soundtrack... Blair. Oh. In the soundtrack, he says, but you can't F her anyway. And I'm like, huh! So Linda Blair? So I'm looking at it, and she's known for The Exorcist. First okay. of all. Um, what musical was she in? So this... <laughs> Sounds like a really bad musical, not gonna lie. It's called Roller Roller Boogie. Oh my. It sounds like Xanadu. It sounds very much like Xanadu. I wanna look up. I, okay. I definitely spelled it wrong. Um And the last It is little definitely Xanadu. Well, yeah. Okay. A bunch of teens who hang around on the Venice boardwalk and do a lot of roller skating and burn their eyeballs, girl, and watching boy. What? What? <laughs> oh, and burn their eyeballs, girl, and boy watching. <laughs> okay. It said that That's this so um, signified, or this, hold on, I'm going to read for, word for word what it said. It established her as a sex symbol. When it came out in 79, she was 20. Got it. it. Okay. So. That's odd. (laughs) That makes sense, because that's the only musical that she's been in. Okay. sounds like Xanadu. Good to know. Um, And the last little change they made is in Summer in Ohio, um, in the musical, or in the movie, she says, I saw your book at a Target in Kentucky. But in the original stage play, it was, I saw your book at a Borders in Kentucky, but Borders doesn't exist anymore, so they changed it to Target. I completely forgot Borders existed. Yeah. It was like Barnes and Nobles. Yeah. But yeah, they changed it to Target. And that was, that's like the last little tidbit. So that's tidbit. kind of like, in, um, in the Heights with them changing a few things. Yeah, they're, they... They usually do that for... I know most of those changes, except for like, cutting out like, the curse words they made in the actual stage show so that it has a little bit of a longevity so that you could still use it you know yeah so they cut out like the donald trump thing yeah and they changed it to tiger woods yeah which also is not good because he also was not a great guy no he was not good so i don't know why they changed it but to that they could have changed it to like anything else (laughs) i think it's because tiger woods is like recognizable yeah so Anyway. So do we want to get into this outro? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Hey guys, it's Hindsight Gabby. So um, the episode that you just finished listening to was actually um, supposed to be uploaded before last week's episode, but because of the audio snafu that we had last week, we ended up switching the order of the episodes. So um, I'm going to have to do the outro by myself again. So thanks for listening to this week's episode of Fan Fatales. Next week, we have a super special episode. It's going to be a trivia quiz show episode that we decided to call Pepperdy. And that's going to be including some good friends of me and Emma's that you will see in that next episode. Uh, Remember to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. We're on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And remember to subscribe to us here on YouTube if you're watching us there. 
Please leave us a review and comment down below to tell us what you thought of the show. And remember to follow us on Instagram at FanFatalesPod for the latest updates and to possibly be featured in a future episode. You can find Emma on social media at SnippyEmma, that's S-N-I-P-P-Y-E-M-M-A on Instagram and TikTok. I am at Gabby Gent on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. That's G-A-B-Y-J-E-N-T. Our music is by our amazing friend Maddie Macon, and our editing is done by the amazing and wonderful Carol Linsmeyer. As always, thanks for tuning in. Bye! Bye! The views expressed in this episode are expressly our own and do not reflect the brand or the company they're about.